Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Searching for my law shaker assault. So, some people claim that there's a wrong, wrong, wrong. But I know. But that's wrong. Oh. Oh. Shoot. Ah, oh, crap. I missed the turn. Is this. Oh, this isn't a U turn thing, is it? I can't U turn here. Oh, I thought this was a U turn. I'm stuck. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, crap. Oh, if I can just get into the Panera Bread parking lot, I think I'll be okay. If I could... Oh, oh God. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. This is just how I drive, I guess. Previously on bread, eggs, t okay. This is a this is obviously a, a shopping list. I found the wrong piece of paper, and apparently I have uh, both bread and toast on here, which is I don't I don't know that you can get just toast at a super at a supermarket, but that's actually not a bad idea to just have a place that does just like. If you're hungry in the morning, you just go get a slice of toast from somewhere without having to get, like, full eggs. Because sometimes you aren't that hungry for, like, eggs and uh, bacon and uh, flapjacks and stuff. So it would be nice to just have the option to just get, like, a piece of toast every once in a while. Um, but that's that's not the name of the podcast. Sorry. Some sort of... I mean, this is definitely a picture of a kid. And there's some sort of psychological evaluation here. This, this one is Murph McNamara was really good at remembering passwords and stuff was uh, my, my son Murphy <gasps> God damn it oh my good golly I'm what, what, what I'm happened? a dummy I'm a total dummy that's it it's a password it's Murphy that's the account number that's the account number the bank account that has Murphy as the password. Okay, now get out of here. Love Episode 13, Bluffin'. Hullagunk, or Hullagunk, as most residents of Caldwell derogatorily refer to it, is a 20-minute drive from my house, closer to 30 if you're coming from the center of town, which I was on this day because I was heading straight from my chat with Crystal Salamanca at Pools Pools. Named after the local Native American tribe, this town is known for three things. The Hullagung River, their many fine ice cream and gelato stores run by gangs, and those big industrial spaces where you're like, is there people working in there or what's going on? Because there's like three cars in this parking lot. None of them look alike or anything, and then none of them are like vans or anything. So you're like, are these cars even supposed to be here? Am I allowed to park here? You know? Most Caldwell residents avoid Hullagunk whenever possible. Today, I had no such luxury. I sped over to Bone Champ and Company Bank in Hullagunk to follow up on Crystal's tip, barely making it before closing. Excuse me, excuse me, are you guys, uh, are you guys still open? You guys still open? 
Oui, monsieur. Come on in. Oh, thank God. It looked like you guys were just closing up. I, I'm sorry, Mr. The guy over there who's mopping. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, I just have I have kind of an urgent transaction uh, uh, to, to take care of, and I was looking to get some help. Uh, Mr. Uh, you named it Bone Champ? Bone Champ? Bon champ, uh, Monsieur Martin Bonchamp. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. You have uh, very soft hands. That's a. Uh... Yes, I keep them moisturized to use the cards and when I deal the bills. You sound like you know a lot about banks. I'm excited. Cause, I do. Because I actually, I have a. <clears throat> well, uh, I have a bit of. Uh, uh, a conundrum here. I was given this sort of, uh, you know what? This is my this is my account that I'm accessing. Um, so here is a little slip of paper with the bank number on it, um, and uh, I was looking to access my account and see kind of what's going on with all that because I know because it's my account that I was looking to. Yeah. You know, your, arms are, your arms are crossed so tight. The number one thing that I always learned on the riverboat while I was a gambling was that a man never explains too much a thing that he's really being truthful about. You know what I'm saying? So how can I trust that this is your real bank account if you're telling me so much about the bank account? <laughs> well, well, I I would assume that my... Knowing about the bank account so much would only mean that it's my bank account, because otherwise, how would I uh, know about it, uh, Mister Bonchamp? Uh, Monsieur I, Bonchamp, is that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Is that is Monsieur for boys or girls? I I'm not. I took Spanish in high Monsieur, school. Monsieur, well, consider me Senor Bonchamp then. Oh, okay. So you're. So it's for boys. I I didn't mean to assume anything. I'm working on that. Uh, no, it's all right. Was, I've been I've been corrected a bunch lately, and so and again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just I'm learning. I'm 55 years old. I'm a retired printer salesman. Uh, so it it's all kind of new to me, but I love it. I'm happy to learn. My point is, Mister Bond Champ, is that mm -hmm. I. This is my account, and I demand to access my account, just my account. I like a man who's up front with his wants and in front with his deeds. So, uh, hand me, what is uh, your information for your account, monsieur? Bone champ. Well, no, my name. Yeah, <laughs> my what name. is your name? My name is uh, Rick, Rick McNamara. Uh, Rick McNamara. Let me see yeah. here. Oh, um, it's probably not under my name. Uh, you could try, because it's my, I haven't, I, I set it up. A wife's name? A wife's name? Yeah. It, it, I think it's, I set it up for my wife. Again, it's my, it's, we share the account because we were, we're married, but try right. uh, uh, Susan Paschetti. And what is the password? Uh, the password. Password. Oh, it's uh, uh, Murphy. Uh, that's that's my son's name. 
no uh, numbers or uh, asterisks or anything in this password. I would uh, mind just uh, replacing that in order for it to be more secure. You never know who's listening there. You know what I'm that, saying. Okay, is that bad? That You know what? Try. Could we change the password then? We absolutely can. Okay. Uh, then let's change it to Murphy1. A good choice. Yeah. You know, they never suspect just one number. That's what I've learned. Yeah, I hear it's way harder for a robot to randomly guess letters and one number than it is for a robot to guess letters. Absolutely. Believe me, I've seen robot. I've taken down a robot in a poker game more than once. Wait, Let me you, continue typing. How do you play? How do you play robots in poker? Have you ever heard of computer poker? Because that's yeah. how I do it. Yeah, but I thought that was like you play against other people through the computer. I didn't know you played the computer. If I can't seize them, they're either ghosts or a computer. And I believe that I have no object permanence when it comes to people. If you walk behind me, I think you're gone. Oh, that's maybe something you want to get checked out. Um, I had something similar happen to me where I thought i was being haunted but i was just losing at computer solitaire because mm. i didn't know it did three cards i thought it just did one card at a time and then it was mm-hmm. doing three cards and i was like is somebody else clicking this thing there must be a ghost in my house and it just wasn't the case i was just unclear on the rules so yeah. maybe that's what's going on with your object permanence is you don't i guess know the rules of of being a person you know i never thought about it that way that if I can't see them, then they still exist. I was just always under the assumption that if I can't see you, you're not real. Well, but it sounds like you know what you're talking about, though. Like, maybe nobody's real. Maybe it's we're all, you know, maybe we're all ghosts to each other, you know? Uh, yeah. But I guess Ghosts that's, of our former selves. Ghosts of our former selves. Ghosts of Boy. our ancestors, you know? Yeah, uh, boy who left Wichita, Kansas to adopt a fake accent and hop on a riverboat. That's <laughs> beside the point. Wait, how did you know about my spring break? I'm just, uh, let's say, tip of the hat, a lucky guess. Oh, right, wow. Murphy 1 is the new password. You want that as a capital M or a lowercase oh, m? Oh, of course. Robots don't do capitals. Well, they don't. Yeah. Robots are always replacing letters with numbers. That's how you trick them, is you just do the letters and numbers separate. I'll put a space between the Y and the 1. Whoa. I don't think that'll work as a password, but I like, I like what you where your head's at. It works for our system. That's why oh, wow. Bonchamp and company bank accounts and safety deposit boxes we uh, we have developed our own in-house software, a software that recognizes spaces because our software is just Martha who works in the back. Oh, wow. So are you going to go run this password by Martha and make sure? Uh, we, have a, the... we have oh. like a, a line. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, like a telegraph kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, except it's with a typewriter. 
Oh, 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 that's pretty cool. That probably would be more expensive than just getting two computers. You'd be surprised the prices on computers these days. I want some man oh, tell who me bet, about it. He bet his whole computer instead of five thousand dollars in chips. I said, fine, because the computer contains ghosts or other computers, as I've learned from my Windows ninety five experience in online poker. They're expensive and they've got gut, spirit, soul. I'm rambling. Let me uh, open up this bank. The bank account went through. Oh, uh, thank God. Martha said it checked out. Yes, yeah, she did. She's got Ooh. good eyes. Okay, uh, good, because it's mine. So, Well, as I say, it looks like Martha sent, Martha sent me back a little piece of paper. It says here you got one safety deposit box. Would you like to see that? Or would you like me to bring you the contents of myself? Uh, I would love to go see the safety deposit box. Uh, is there's no like there's no like other account or anything it's just like the the box it's which just is the fine box. it's it's fine i'm just sometimes i have trouble remembering what i did uh because uh of my 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 alcoholism is why uh mm. that's why i don't remember everything i'm a raging alcoholic and mm. uh, it's a problem um so sometimes I forget making bank accounts and such, and it's normal for me. What's your drink of choice? Uh, marmalade, marmalade. Mm. with with I alcohol love... in it. With it, with alcohol in it. Of course, they, yeah. they call it, they call it the Paddington Special. <laughs> I heard of that. Down in New Orleans, we have a, uh, sorry, New Orleans. I mean, to call it New Orleans. New Orleans is, uh, we had the Paddington special down there. I once met an English man who had beans on toast and a marmalade Paddington special. <clears throat> Myself, I like a good Tom Collins with extra fears. I'll be honest, I don't even know what's in a tom collins i know i know like that a tom collins is a drink people get i've never i don't think i've ever had one and i've never i don't know a lot of like the ingredients in drinks i usually just know like oh that looks like that i'm gonna drink it Mm-hmm. so when and you then, see when you see water what does that look like to you i looks like water it could be it could be and this is true uh People, when I was in like uh, high school, would sneak vodka as w- in, in like a water bottle to like mm-hmm. a party or to like uh, Six Flags or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, get really drunk because that's a lot of vodka for a, a teenager to have, and so uh, then they'd have to uh, be escorted out of Six Flags and call their parents, and uh, um, and then they, you know. Later went to into juvenile detention for unrelated stuff, but that's mm-hmm. you know what happened in high school. You know, that's like one time I brought three extra aces into a poker game, wound up having seven aces in my own goddamn hand. I had to leave that place <laughs> in a shootout in a canoe made out of beaver pelt and duct tape. There's a lot I want to talk about there. 
but mostly what kind of poker were you playing where you had seven cards in your hand? Cause I'm, it's, I'm a, I used to gamble a, a fair amount, uh, like when I was in like, uh, college and stuff, mm-hmm. or I, I never went to call it. I went to community college, so it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, but anyway, when I was in community college, I played a lot of poker with my buddies and stuff for like, you know, beer money and stuff. So mm-hmm. but we never played a, a, a seven card hand of poker. That sounds like Uno or something. Well, in my where I come from, uh, New Orleans, we call it Mississippi Seven Up, where <laughs> each player gets seven cards at the start. They can then look at the other people and they throw down their cards at the end of the game. Uh, it's just like regular poker, but with seven cards. <laughs> uh, just, okay. I'm not sometimes, knocking it. I'm just, I never heard of it. Of course, we would also play Uno on board the riverboat if we got tired of poker, or Blackjack, or Mississippi 7-Up, Texas Hold'em, five-card stud, Tennessee stud, sixer, uh, six-gun shooter. What about uh, Black Coat Jones and uh, Tommy Two-Tone Threes? And, uh, oh, the list goes on and on of all the different card are games. There are like maybe play. three more kinds of games. <laughs> there are three more uh, poker variations. You got, of course, <laughs> uh, uh, whiskey, gin, rummy, two-card, hoobaloo. You got uh, you got Custer's Revenge. And then you've got, of course, uh, what's that third one? You've got uh, blood stains on my jacket and 36 teeth in my mouth. Wow. Wow. So you sound like you're an expert. How long? You mentioned working on a riverboat. Uh, mm-hmm. So you were working on riverboat casinos. How long were you doing that before you got into banking? Well, how old am I? 45? I must have been working on Ten, fifteen years in New Orleans. Wow! I wore so a big flat rim hat. What? When did you start banking? Uh, you're still wearing the hat. I still am, and my big leather duster. <laughs> uh, I started banking because there was a man on the riverboat who said, "You know, for a man that handles a lot of cash like that, you must be pretty good at opening up." bank. I said, hell I am. He said, why don't you start a company with me? And so we started Beauchamp and Company Bank because, uh, of course, he was murdered uh, in unrelated circumstances. The, the oh, God. Banking, banking is a very mysterious, very shady business and you don't want to get involved in. And his name was Company? His name was John Company. Uh, we called okay, him because uh, that would explain the name of the bank. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. You people think it's Beauchamp and Company. Company. Uh, that's uh, the real I name. See. I see. You just abbreviate it when you're talking to customers to Beauchamp and Company. That's of cool. Course. I don't like to say things twice because then that's a pair, and everyone knows that a pair is beneath the royal flush, and the kind of service we serve. Uh, is equivalent to about uh, uh, a raw flush. I like a pair. I like a, I like a, I think it, honestly, 
maybe even better than I like apples. I like pears. I always like pears. I always like it when they're on the vine for or on the tree for too long. And they're and a little bit take, mushy. Yeah, a little bit mushy and you get that juice. Yeah, oh man. Those are good. Like a big brown pear that's been on a that's a little bit too ripe, you know? Yeah. But you know, if there's one thing I never did like too juicy, it was peaches. Yeah, because then it's just like it's messy and it's too sweet to really like because it's all falling apart in your hand. I think the I think what it is is that the pear is the perfect shape to eat in your hand and not get covered in the juice. Mm. And the peach is whenever you bite into it, you're going to get you're going to make a mess unless Mm -hmm. you slice it up first. And then even still, if it's juicy, you might still get juice all over your hands. Mm-hmm. You could also, uh, the way I learned to eat a peach is the way that movie villains do, like drug dealers. Oh, they hold it yeah. And they slice it with a knife like that. Oh, that's a huge knife. Whoa, uh, sorry. I, it just spooked me a little bit because I thought it, it came pretty close to my eyebrow. That's okay. It's a long knife because uh, I'm a big man. You're huge. You know, Reminds me of peaches. I remember I was once we stopped down in Georgia on our way to Cancun for a couple's cruise. I was entertaining the guests and uh, someone brought on a load of peaches uh, that was so juicy. They were practically mushing all over the deck. Uh, that's that's awesome. just kind of a cute story I have. <laughs> I was this. So you worked after. Was this before you started banking? You you went on couples cruises, uh, or was this before the the casino, the the boat? I did carnival cruises as an improviser, as part of Second <laughs> City, and then I went to riverboat gambling. Once my dreams died there, <laughs> I was turned down by Lauren Michaels on multiple occasions, and then I went into banking. Oh, wait, you're that guy who tried to kiss Lorne Michaels? Multiple times. You know, when you see... When it you was see a big story, like, I remember, in the paper. Yeah, well, he tried was to on, kiss Lorne Michaels at his SNL audition. I just said, you know, Lorne... Because I'd heard about sleeping to the top. And so I thought it all begins with a little foreplay. So I tried to kiss him. Uh, right on the top of his ball head, and it did not work. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, because, I mean, imp- improv is, uh, uh, I could never do it. It's You have to be so brave to get up there. You people that do improv are so brave, because it's so bad all the time. And so to get up there with no idea what you're going to do and still do it is so mm-hmm. brave, because it's going to be bad. But I, I just, I... I can't get over that. So you were on these carnival cruises. Were you? Did you ever see like dysfunctional couples in the crowd that you were like, you know, oh, that that couple isn't isn't going to work out. This is a couple's cruise. Because I feel like when you take a couple's cruise, you're doing it as like a last resort and not like a first mm-hmm. resort. That's always been my impression. Of course. Well, the, the one aspect of couple's cruises that they never tell you about is the swing that happens on board. Oh, In I fact, can only some, imagine. Some people would say that the the pure purpose of a couple's cruise is just to have sex with other people. <laughs> to cheat on your partner. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a, a, a cheating. Well, swing, come on. yeah, swing. Uh, 
uh, I, but I would look in the audience and I would see one couple as they were I and other people and I just knew it was not going to work. There was one couple, uh, uh, what was their name? It was Alan and uh, Nance. Uh, they just not working out. I ended up sleeping with Nance, lovely woman, um, on stage during the show. Uh, she I was did, a vol- she, she was a volunteer. The game, see, that's what, what game reasons. were you? What short form game was this? That it was called Who Can Fuck the Best, <laughs> and it was uh, it was essentially like uh, uh, pan right, pan left, <laughs> except you would see who would last the longest. It was a it was a challenge of edging, essentially. If you could saw, stop on a dime, then you One were- time in community college, I saw uh, a, a dirty improv show like that where they would they did something similar, but the audience would shout out a different genre of book or film, and then they had mm-hmm. to have sex like that genre. I played that as well. <laughs> oh, did? So, so were you just doing dirty improv on this cruise? Was there they regular... Were- scene work as well or was it mostly just sex well mainly what it was was that the scene would come first and then i would if you know what i mean uh i understand you talk i think i think uh you know the scene where you know once you establish who what and where then you can really just get right into what's important and what the audience wants to see now that i think about it i may have been a a stripper rather than an improviser. Yeah, that's what I found out kind of shortly after my experience with the Dirty Improv show was like, oh, this was not a normal experience. We just went to a strip club one night. And mm-hmm. um, and again, I'm not really a strip club guy. This isn't my thing. Okay. Um, but um, I was, it was, it was, uh, it was my friend's birthday and, and we all went. And uh, it turns out that, this this was really a struggling in like indie improv team uh that had been looking for gigs and signed on to do this strip club gig and then the strip club was like wait a minute we thought you were dancers uh so you got to do kind of a sexy show mm-hmm. and, and so they, they ran end- with it and so they just ended up having sex on stage well i went i was I was at the buffet for most of the night because I was, well, <laughs> the food was actually pretty good. It was that mm-hmm. it was that strip club where I don't know if you'll remember this, but Lou Williams went, <laughs> where where they apparently have the world's greatest wings, but uh, you know it caused him to miss several <laughs> NBA games and be in quarantine. Of um, the the point is, uh, I was at that strip club. Uh, and I was loading up on mac and cheese and mm-hmm. uh, I was at the buffet mostly because I was hungry because I hadn't eaten all day, uh, but also because it's easy to avoid eye contact with the dancers when you're, uh, you know, putting your head down and, and scooping some uh, scooping some uh, uh, tater tots onto your plate. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a similar experience to that, uh, but I forget what that story was about. Uh, I think, you know, it's so interesting because the two uh, experiences where you're on stage and you never want to make eye contact with the audience 
is stripping and improv. Because uh, you never want to, uh, you know, I, if there was a buffet in an improv theater, I think that would make the experience so much more enjoyable. You've got really? some, you got some chicken teriyaki, you got uh, uh, curry, you got all these different things that get people all hot. Curry and at a strip club is tough. <laughs> I can only imagine that being. Uh, I I feel like I feel like the last thing you want at a strip club is gassy foods. Well, it's a combination of smells that really adds to the atmosphere. Because the because you're so far <laughs> away from the dancers, you want to feel like you're right up next to them. And so, if you eat a lot of if there's a lot of curry, you'll feel like your you know your nose is uh, right up in there. <laughs> Well, uh, that's that's actually really interesting. Again, I'm not really a strip club guy. Not uh, so I. I don't. I, yeah, I, I mean, you just—it's not your fault. Your fault. You just happened to strip for a bit, and there's no shame in that. I got no. Oh. I got nothing but respect for for you know strippers and and sex workers of all kinds. So uh, <laughs> congratulations uh, to yeah. you on that. I'm 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 overcompensating because I'm 55 years old and. Uh, I was told my whole life that everyone who uh, does the stuff we like to watch uh, is a sinner. And so uh, now I'm trying to kind of atone for that and learn to better myself at 55. Um, Anyway, we should probably uh, uh, check out my uh, safety deposit box that that is definitely mine. So um, where, where do we go for that? Uh, follow me into the vault of safety deposit boxes. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a huge, big door. That's a big, huge door. Yeah, I can't get my whole hand, both hands around it. I'll need you to step on the other side there. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's give it a go, then. No, I might have tooted a little bit when I was moving the door. I wasn't ready to... I had a big pole of seltzer in the car. That's all right. If there's one thing I know about seltzers is that they do make it gassy and not burp. Uh, it's just, well, uh, no. Well, sometimes you get that like knot in your stomach of like, is it going up or down? And mm-hmm. uh, I think seltzers definitely make me fatty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, sir, but um, it, it comes out both ways, I think. You know, I understand that feeling all too well. Anyway, also what I like about this vault is that it doesn't have any lock on it. It's just heavy. It's just a big, heavy door. So it takes two guys to do it. Mm-hmm. At the same wow. time, like launching nuclear codes. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right, let's walk inside. Okay. Wow, this is actually pretty gorgeous in here. Well, this was the original building. Uh, What? This was the original. The first building ever? Or this is what the building was like when you bought it? Both. Oh, wow. This is the original American building. Whoa. So this is the first building that was technically a building. Mm Because before that, you had like thatched roofs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Everything else was either a house... Or a outhouse. This is the first building. No, nothing in between. Nothing in between. Well, that's really cool. It's it's 
It looks old and it looks dangerous, but it's mm -hmm. gorgeous. Well, just watch your step uh, oh. and you'll be fine. Of course, of course. So yeah. which one of these is uh, mine? Not, I mean, I've I've probably been here before. I just, again, I forget because it's been, uh, I'm here all the time doing of business. Course. So, well, yeah, probably when you're not here, so. I think it's the paper you have says 105. Hmm? The, the paper oh, have, you have. I have a paper in my hand. Yeah, I it says 105. Like yeah, no, it's uh, it from uh, Margaret in the back. Yeah, Martha. Martha, but, uh, sorry. I couldn't, uh, it was uh, outside of my vision. I forgot I had it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so it looks like the ones are on kind of the bottom there. Mm -hmm. The 100s. All right, here we are. I got my here key. Go. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Um, this is smallest stuff than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to take it out, sir, for your examination? I'd, I'd love you. I'd love you to. What do you? What do we got? Two letters. Two letters. Uh. Does it say who they're addressed to? I mean, I, again, I, I put this all in here. Right. Um, of I'm just uh, I, sometimes I again I forget because I'm uh, alcoholic. It's just two blank envelopes. We have two uh, blank envelopes here. I'll take I'll take those then. Um, just for now. We've got a, a tire iron. Tire iron. Why would we have a tire iron in there? We've got uh, two spark plugs. Two spark that plugs. three spark plugs. Excuse me. Okay, uh, that that might just be. Those actually might be useful. Uh, we've got a gold chain for a your neck, chain. like a necklace. A gold chain. And uh, this uh, half-drunken bottle of Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Okay, so so just to refresh, we got mm -hmm. three spark plugs. Mm -hmm. Two letters mm -hmm. that we don't know where they, what they're for. Mm -hmm. uh, Mountain Dew bottle, empty. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a cap on the Mountain Dew? Not that it really matters, but is it just like the bottle, or is it like the bottle with the cap? It's half drunk. The cap is on. Oh, it's half drunk. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, what am I missing? Tire iron. Tire iron. We got the letters. We got three spark plugs. Tire see. iron. Mountain Dew. Yeah. And uh, are we missing one? Looks like a, a copy of the Three Stooges. Oh, there's more. Oh, it was stuck <laughs> to the back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Three Stooges VHS stuck to the back. It's and this this and, is the one where they they paint in the church. It looks like. Mm-hmm. But the okay. Stooges is scratched out, and there's a a lot of underlining under the three. The three, huh? And then, hold on a second. It looks like the faces yeah. of the Stooges have been pasted over with something. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, my God. No. It can't be. What is this? That's the Pep Boys. Ah. That would explain the tire iron for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, the spark plugs as well, probably a part of a yeah. car, maybe. I don't know. Um, no, it doesn't explain them. What's up? That's what. That's probably what they're used for. 
Uh, well, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't exactly know what a Spock plug is off the top of my head. Um, it's for so, uh, in an engine when you turn the key of a when you turn oh the oh it's key. that oh it's that okay. it's not yeah, the key or the are... ignition it starts the it's well like, yeah yeah it's like the lights spark, the gas but, yeah yeah exactly okay okay now I know and so those are definitely for a cot because otherwise mm-hmm. it wouldn't make any sense um, so we got a bunch of cot merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, half drunk Mountain Dew and these two mm-hmm. letters. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's definitely, uh, uh, so who else do you know? Is there any record of who else has access to this account? Yeah. Cause I, I've been accessing it. Uh, of course. can we ask maybe Martha? Yeah. Let me go ask, let me go talk to Martha. Uh, wait here a second. Okay. Yeah. I want to read these letters so bad, but I don't want to do it in front of, I don't know who I can trust. So I'm just going to hang on to them. I'm going to pocket them. All right. I'm back with the records. Oh, thank God. Uh, okay. So uh, who else has been in here? Has, uh, has anyone, has anyone who works at Pet Boys maybe been in here? Well, it looks like uh, only three men have been here. One of them's name is Paul. The other is Evan. The last one is Peter. And look mm-hmm. at the first look at the first letters of those names. Whoa. Okay. Spells that P P E like medical. Yeah, supplies. I was gonna say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. 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 What? E P P. Yeah, it could be Mike Epps. Uh Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? What? P E P. Pep. Like the Pep Boys. Hmm. That that doesn't seem right though cuz those aren't their names. Uh Right. Well, hold on. But maybe the aliases? Potentially. Did the last names there? listed here are Pep. Oh, they're all Pep. Huh. I don't know. I don't know if any of those guys... I know that uh, 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 Jefferson Pep was famously sterile, but I don't mm-hmm. know if the other two had any kids. Um, so maybe that's part of it. Um, I don't know. Or, you know what? <sighs> time to time to come clean. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've guessed by now, Mr... Uh, Mr. Martin uh, Bone, mm-hmm. whatever. Hey, Martin Bone Chance. Uh, Martin Bone Chance. Uh, mm-hmm. I. This is not. This is not my account. I think you've gathered yeah. that. Oh no! So hang on, hang on. Before you, before you start freaking out on me, I was given the account name and the password. Because long story short, my wife and son disappeared in an avalanche a few years ago uh and i was you know recently in the back room of a pet boys and i found a a document proving that my son at least was still alive and probably my wife and so uh so this pet boys stuff feels like more than a coincidence and the the account the password of my account is under this account is under my wife's name and the password is my son's name. And so you can see why I'm, 
I, I just want to know what happened. I just want closure of some kind. I'm so, I, I, I'm sorry for lying to you. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. If they're okay and they're happier without me, that's fine. I just want to make sure everything's okay and that they're happy and that I'm, I, you know, I just want to, I just want to feel okay again. So if we could, you know, maybe ignore the fact that I lied to you here, uh, that'd mm-hmm. be really great. Um, I just want to let you know that I'm sorry for lying. I'm, I'm doing my best to, to figure this mystery out and I hate lying to people. It's all right. If there's one thing I know about from my experience in Polka, Mississippi 7-Up, uh, Tennessee Stud 6-Up, and all the rest, is that uh, lying is okay. Here, take this. That's a weird takeaway, I think, you're, from Polka. You're, you're going to need this. My grandpappy, my great-great-grandpappy was a Union general who had his pistol here. I've used it. Many a time, and I think Whoa. you should take it yourself. No, no, you can. I, I don't. I don't want to. I'm not a, really a gun guy. I, I understand that. You know, look, I, I, I can't take this. I can't take this. It's too. It's too much pressure. It's too scary. Um, and it That's feels okay. like it's gonna be a Chekhov's gun kind of situation mm. where I'm gonna end up using it if I take it. So please well, I... don't make me take it. If you say take it one more time, I probably will though. I will put it on the ground and let you choose who takes it because, of course, I'll forget uh, that it's Oh, right. Yeah, so it's either just going to sit on the floor here until somebody walks in on it or... Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess I have to take it so that nobody steps on it and kills themselves. Not necessarily. Well... (sighs) I don't kinda, want to put any, I don't want to put any pressure for you to use a gun. Look, I Okay, okay. Let's uh You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll just I'll hang on to it so nobody else gets hurt and I'll just keep it in my jacket and uh, I'll put it in, I'll put it in a glove box in my car and then I'll put it in the tank in my toilet when I get home and mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Um mm-hmm. so <laughs> so uh uh Again, so you were your father was a your grandfather was a Union general. You said, mm-hmm. great, and, great, uh, grandpappy. Oh wow! It would. Uh, um, are you wearing a badge right now? Are you wearing like a medal? Oh, uh, I didn't think anyone could see that. I am. Yeah, it's it's kind of right under your duster. Yep, this says Union Star on it. My grandpappy ran the trains that ran all the way from Boston to Cleveland, Ohio. Wow, that's a, a that's a tough a route. Whole army of trains. It was a very difficult route. Lots of wolves would get on the tracks, and he'd have to you know shoot them. And uh, the train couldn't take care of them. No, actually, that, that's an interesting thing. Is that post about pre eighteen sixty five trains were essentially made of wet cardboard. <laughs> Uh, or so, something. so so if there was like an animal on the tracks it would just kind of crumble it would tear the whole thing down you know i'm surprised this country was ex- successful as it was between 1800 and 1850 so were these wolves then trying to get on the train and like hurt people or were they just kind of doing their own thing in the way of the train they were doing their own thing but sometimes they'd have little briefcases and hats and you know, they'd want to board. 
they'd try to a, a, a wolf in people's clothing would try to sneak aboard these union trains mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. that's uh that's cool that's what they don't teach you in history books they're always like oh it was about states rights it's not about mm-hmm. wolves boarding trains and such exactly you know if if there's a book that you're interested in reading uh check out uh uh uh, Howard Zinn's sequel to a people's history of the United States, uh, a wolves history of the United States. I think you'll learn a lot. I used to, you know, I used to love Howard Zinn. Uh, I actually though lost my readers, my reading glasses um, mm. on a roller coaster in 2005. And I have not been able to read a book since. Here, take this. Whoa. Are these like, these are like the little opera things, with, except they're glasses. Mm-hmm. Dang, this cool. Was, this was my great, 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 great grandpappy's eyeglasses for the opera. His name was Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Okay. Um, is that was he named after the original guy? Or? He was. And and you're. So he was the grand your grandfather on your mother's side, I take it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you're bon chance. Uh, thank well, you the so name much. gets I, lost in history. You know, if you only have a daughter, there's yeah, a good chance nobody, that your last name yeah, will get lost. Nobody remembers time. the Mozart name now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. So I, I can't take all these things. I mean, I will, but I can't take them all. This is too much. You're you're being too kind to me. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, if if I'm honest with you, I've got people on my trail. I have many debts from my years on both the carnival cruises and the uh, uh, the poker gambling. Uh, I have a lot of marriages that I've ruined that people are trying to seek revenge. And uh, yeah, you've ruined a lot of marriages. Look, the the improv shows would always get too out of hand. People would get upset. <laughs> They'd come on stage swinging. I'd have to. It, it ended up being like a. Uh, it ended up being like a punk show in Los Angeles in 1979, whipping t-shirts and kicking oh, yeah. people with boots and. Yeah. That was always a thing I never got about music was when it was just like, "Hey, you like you like rock and roll? What if you just hurt someone?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and it's like thousands of people were like, "That's my kind of music." My favorite is. Sorry, my my favorite is when it's two giant. They call it the Wall of Death, and you have one group of people on one side. Essentially, the whole audience splits in half, and then they run at each other. And I've never seen Red Rover. Essentially, it's like Red Rover, but for fucking idiots. (laughs) Uh, Some people will stand right in the middle and get every bone in their body crushed. Jesus Christ. That uh, sounds terrible. That, that is, was at again, the Chuck Berry concert. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy he made the cut on that gold record that got shot into space. It was like it was like Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, the original, and Chuck mm-hmm. Berry. And they both mm-hmm. made the cut and they're like, this is gonna be what they what the aliens know about us is like some swinging Chuck Berry tunes mm-hmm. and what a human body looks like. Mm-hmm. 
they're going to say, I don't know how this was made, but it might have something to do with those little dangly bits in the bottom. Yeah, could be. Could be. I don't know. Balls to steal on that guy. Oh, uh, man. Wow. Oh, man. I would love to... I would love to be on the gold record that got shot into space. Mm. I, 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 I was on actually, this is, uh, kind of similar, but I got, uh, put on a bronze record that got sunk to the bottom of the sea. Really? Well, yeah, they were recording a bunch of people cause they recorded, uh, hello and good, or like hello and salutations or whatever in a bunch of mm-hmm. different accents. And so mm-hmm. my lines were it's just just different accents, not different languages. No, no, no. It's just different accents of English. Because because if you say it, if you say the fucking, I'm sorry, I don't usually curse, but I get no, real steamed right. about this. That's but okay. On the gold record that they shot into space, they said hello in like a zillion different languages, and it's like, hey guys, we gotta just pick one. They're not gonna. The aliens are not gonna learn English, Spanish, and Japanese. Just pick one. I don't care which one, but we can't. Te- we can't have. We can't send all of the Muzzy DVDs up into space. But yeah, so I'm on this bronze record, just doing. I I got called in again. I was in community college. One of my buddies was working on it. This was his mm-hmm. thesis project. I don't know mm-hmm. why, what it was supposed to prove, but I. I was on the record and I said, uh, <clears throat> I think it was, uh, uh, hey there, this is Rick. Uh, come on up to the surface if you're not a coward. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then I had somebody, somebody else came in and did it with a British accent right after me. And I mm-hmm. think this is going to sound like a reach because ha- why would it be? But I think it was Jason Statham. At your community college? I don't know why he was there. I was like, uh, they never put me on a gold record, but they used my voice for one of the original Siri tests. Really? Mm-hmm. Were they using it to, were you supposed to be Siri or was it to see if Siri could understand like a, a, a Bayou sort it of was slang? A- it was supposed to be uh, that you have many English language accent options. You know how there's like American uh, yeah, English like, like and British English. Like on GPSs and stuff when you can make it the rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to do that, except this was pre-technology, so I had to read every street name in the United States. Do you remember some of the funniest ones you read? Like what was the craziest street name? Because I... I, I know a couple crazy street names in this town. Mm, Peen Boulevard. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, funny. Uh, Route 69. Oh, wow. That's funny. That's funny. That one's a little dirty for me, but that's I get it. It's funny. And um, mm, Whore Road. Whore Road, did you say? Whore Road. Oh man, that's that one's just seems like woof. Why would you do that? There's well, a there's a there's a street in this town called Colonel Butts Boulevard, and I laugh every time. That's very funny. <laughs> I laugh at that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not usually laughing. in Hollagunk. I live in Caldwell, one town over. So it's it's uh, 
<laughs> this town makes me laugh. And you got the best gelato in the world. I'll say it. Oh, no way, though. Town. No way, though. I tell you what, if I could eat every meal as gelato, I certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know what I think would be really good, but uh, but people will never do it. Is a uh, uh, you know how they do like a Thanksgiving turkey sandwich? Mm-hmm. What if you did that as gelato with like a cranberry sherbet? You know, what? I would love that. You heard me. So what? <laughs> so what is the bread? And what what it's is all everything? in the ice cream? It's all in the ice cream. No, no, no. It's it's a. It's a turkey sandwich flavored ice cream. <laughs> you know, I, I I've pitched it at every every time I'm here. I whatever gelato place I go to, I say, you know what, you should have. <laughs> you should have a turkey flavor. Well, that might have been one of Baskin Robbins' thirty-one flavors. Oh, it was the thirty-second flavor before Baskin killed himself. <laughs> Robbins was pushing it hard, and Baskin was like, I've had enough. Robbins, of course, made the original 31, and when Baskin came in with his uh, 32... Yeah, sorry, Baskin... I got it flipped around. Baskin pitched it, and Robin got so tired of it. (laughs) That Robbins killed himself. Well, no... Yeah, wait, what? Wait, Wait, you said that Baskin killed himself. I thought Baskin killed himself. But yeah. it was, but it was an open investigation, right? Like it mm-hmm. was like, it's still not everyone sold on it. The big conspiracy theory is that Robin killed him because he kept p- pitching his sandwich. I mean, but you gotta have respect for a man that pitches all different kinds of sandwiches for ice cream. I mean, Cuban, Italian, uh, a big uh, chicken palm sub, big chicken palm sub as an ice cream. Uh, Mm, that sounds good. Here's the go at well. A, a po' boy. A po- You'd a love po that. I do love a good po' boy. I tell you what, uh, when I was working on the improv, we actually had uh, in the couple's cruise, I forgot to mention this, we did have a buffet at the improv show. Oh, um, I would have loved that. They have really good uh, po' boys. Uh, there was a man standing there in they a chef's buffet hat. buffet po' boys? Yeah. There was a man standing there in a chef's hat. And he would uh, scoop you uh, some fish, a little bit of sauce on a on a stale brioche bun. Oh yeah, it can't be too good. It can't be a good bun. Mm mm. That's the that's the secret to the perfect po' boy is like mm-hmm. six little shrimp and like a a a dry, long, thick cut of bread. It's like ninety five percent bread. It's and- gotta be, and and, and like. You got to like, you got to feel like you might get diarrhea for the rest of your day. Like Mm -hmm. that's the key to a good po' boy is Mm -hmm. feeling kind of sloppy after eating it. I'll tell you what. Oh boy. But I do love it. Oh, I I do. (laughs) Genuinely. I love it. I love a good po' boy. Let me tell you what. Because they call it the, they call it a rich man's laxative. It's a po' boy's sandwich and a rich man's laxative. Oh, wow. That's smart. You must know a lot of the 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 down south slang sandwich I slang. Do. I do. It would take all day for me to tell you about the. Yeah, I, we slang. we don't have time to get into it. I mean, mm-hmm. I gotta. I probably gotta go. And it looks like, 
I mean, I'm sorry to keep you guys because it looks like you guys were trying to close up when I came in. So I'm not trying to. I'm sorry right. to the, Mr. Mop, Mopper guy. I'm sorry. No worries, that, man. Uh, I, I keep I kept you so long, but uh, yeah, I should probably I should probably go. And uh, thank you so much for all your help today, and thank you for the glasses and the gun. And I'm gonna read these. Awesome. I'm gonna take these. I'm gonna take this stuff with me. Um, For sure. And you know what? I will. I will keep you posted if I find out what happened to my wife and son. Because I don't want you. I know you're gonna forget about me when I leave the store. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, if anybody asks, uh, please don't tell them I was here or I did this or whatever. And it doesn't look like you have security cameras, so. Mm -mm. Uh, I used my good eyes. <laughs> okay, well, again, best of luck. Of course, best of luck with your wife and son. I hope you find them. And if not, I know a lot of very single women. Um, so. Oh, from your improv days? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, again, thank you so much, sir. Uh, I appreciate. I appreciate this. As soon as I got in the car, I opened the first letter. It read as follows. Miss Biscetti, we are thrilled to inform you that we received your son's application and have chosen to accept Murphy McNamara into our organization. We think that he will make an incredibly valuable member and everyone here cannot wait to work with him. We will be in touch with specifics about next steps, but for now, all we need is for you to provide us with a list of any upcoming vacations you and your family are planning. Sincerely, the Sons of Pep. The second envelope was full of receipts for lift tickets, ski rentals, and hot cocos. But what did it all mean? <laughs>